Good. I am. I have information for you. Where is it? I come bearing information that until very recently I had no clue that we're dealing with another streaming service that apparently is almost non-existent as even a streaming service and they're holding hostage some things that I want to watch. Now, you're saying this is a new streaming service, but I'm to understand there's already too many streaming services. (sighs) Yes. No, there is too many. But if it has mm-hmm. something good I want to watch, I'll pay $5 yeah. and I'll binge it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll do that. Right. I don't care. Uh, as for Now, yeah. what if they, do they offer a $5 charge or you, that's just how much you bring to the table? This is a, that's on average what it seems like a lot of these people are uh, doing. Uh, uh, okay. And that's what this one, which is AMC Plus. AMC has a streaming like a uh, kind of like a like a like CBS does right like CBS has their channel on TV all access okay but they also have all access yeah for which I think they actually charge ten bucks a month if I'm not mistaken oh uh, yeah so AMC Plus though is kind of cool mm. because it includes AMC shows Shutter shows Sundance Now shows and IFC shows and there's like this IFC like movie section two or whatever that it includes as well so that's okay. uh yeah but it's only offered and on xfinity dish and sling as like an add-on thing oh so it's actually it's it's um it's locked to devices yeah like well no it's locked to like services that you already have so it's an add-on to like so if you have xfinity as your you know comcast uh, cable company or whatever you can add this mm-hmm. on t- for five bucks a month basically oh, to that gotcha, existing gotcha, gotcha. thing yeah and then there's just a whole list mm-hmm. of i think of uh of uh on-demand titles basically yeah god all right so this and is does, are, there, are they offering good stuff i mean well is there enough there to so the thing is is that shutter has its own subscription thing which i think is also five dollars a month sundance now also uh, has shutter we should say shutter that's s-h-u-d-d-e-r is a horror streaming channel right right yeah yeah so and sundance now is kind of the flip side very indie just very focused Mm -hmm. on both sundance and ifc are indie but i think sundance uh is a little bit of the is a little bit of flowery uh, is a little more artsy. It can be. Where ISD yeah. is a little bit more of the like gritty independent guy, you know, the right. man on the street camera guy. Right. Angle. Yeah. So it's kind of an interesting offering of like different types of mm-hmm. things. And so I would never get Shutter. I don't think, like on its own. But if it's like roped no. into this thing, I might do it. You know, I would think about All it. those things for $5 a month. I think maybe if other, uh, if, if, like you said, there was plenty of, uh, other options for $5 a month like yeah, this, yeah. I would put together a little bunch maybe of these. Yeah. Or the, the, my thing is, is, uh, 
uh, we're going to get, we're building towards the show that a couple shows that are going to be mm. put oh, on there. Okay. But, uh, but my thing is, and this is just trying to think a little bit strategically where I'm like, okay, I'll subscribe for $5 a month, but I want to pound that streaming service for all it's worth for one month, you know? So if something's mm-hmm. coming on and they're streaming week to week, I'm going to wait until all the episodes are out and then get my $5 ready, you know? Right. No, very specifically, you are going yeah. to pound your five dollars out of it right yeah physically and in an aggressive way got it got it (laughs) yes well what's coming out on there is there anything good you said there's some good shows coming out i wanted to mention also this is down to watch and i am dan oh (laughs) and i'm raul and just to remind everybody yeah raul is right over there and so yeah on amc plus which okay so these are two shows that already came out in england and okay i've actually seen one of these uh, oh. illegally, uh, but mm, I won't tell anybody. I was interested, yeah, but I was really interested because I heard good things about Gangs of London. Yeah, uh, I have heard good things about Gangs of London. Have you seen The Raid? Do you know of this guy? Who I have, made, yes. Okay, Gareth Edwards. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I knew. I forgot Gareth. his name. Gareth. Yeah, so he's a white. He's a white. I think he's a British guy, but is he not? I thought maybe he look it was. Up. Look it up. Yeah. Look up I what thought, he is. But he's made these like Asian. Oh, you're right. He's British. He is okay. He's British, but he's been making yeah. these like the raid movies, South, like South Pacific. Yeah, like, uh... like in their languages too. And but great, mm-hmm. amazing fight scenes and action sequences. He's like really yeah, good. Very, uh, yeah, uh-huh. specifically, uh, the raid is considered one of the best action movies of and the while, sequel right? both of them both of them are like equally yeah the second one even gets more epic it's like a longer a little bit more drawn out kind of a, a story and stuff like that but yeah they're both great uh films and so to hear that this guy was going to do a tv show i was definitely interested so yeah i got on uh got on some sites you know, downloaded i think something. i just uh-huh I think I just found out that Gareth Edwards and Gareth Evans are two different guys. Oh, I was going to say that yep. sounded a little, yep. yeah, close so enough. Gareth Evans, who we were talking about, is Welsh. He is okay. not British, but he is English or close the other enough. way around. He's not English, but he's British. Yeah. Uh, and yes, he, Marantau, uh, the first uh, action crime thriller that he made, then The Raid, The Raid 2. Yeah. Uh, are all known within not just like action, but specifically stunt like yeah. uh, stunt worlds as some of the best action movies ever created. Yeah. No, they're, yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. Where they're created, like the movie is, I like the idea where you have like a movie created around a, mm-hmm. this idea, right? Of like, cause the guy in the first the movie, game. it's like, it's like a video game kind of plot yeah. where the guy's got to get through the building and he's got to fight yep. all these different gangs and warlords. Levels. And he's got to go through levels. the levels. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So the same as in uh, dread. Remember? Dread, yes, of course. Yeah, oh, very God. similar, so very good. similar idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in Gangs of London, it's it's a little more drawn out, where we we have like uh, these crime mm-hmm. bosses, crime families, kind of all competing for yeah. uh, doing some it's, some gang stuff in London. It's not. It doesn't look like a very nuanced story. Uh, but neither was the raid. And so I've seen need this. the story to be nuanced. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I've seen three episodes so far. And it okay. uh, it basically centers around like a like an undercover ish uh, cop who's trying to infiltrate the gang the main kind of gang. But as I could tell where this because it was the show wasn't really connecting with me. And then we got to like an actual fight kind of action scene, 
And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. So it's still got you, all that, all those kind of things, but you not as much. You would have thought they would have led with the, with the fight scene. Yeah. I mean, that's they, the bread and butter. Yeah. But it's like, you can't, in a show like this, that's nine episodes, you can't just have like all like the raid for everything for the whole entire Dude. season. I don't think. Not the whole thing, but like, well, how long was like, how long were the Daredevil seasons? There was a lot of fighting in those, in, the, um, in those seasons. There was, but those were even centered too around kind of like uh, very, you know, choreographed specific like oh, yeah. scenes. You know what I'm saying? I imagine like they weren't full. these fights are too. Like yeah, these oh, guys they seem totally like are. they choreograph everything down to the nitty gritty, no? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. So it's like, it, I kind of like that it's not like wall to wall for an entire episode because you know when okay. these moments come, they're going to like bring the, bring the pain. You still need the move, the story to move along, of course. Yeah. And it, yeah, and it, it, the story's fine enough, and uh, so far it's, it's interesting. So, and it's got good reviews mm-hmm. on Rotten Tomatoes from the from the UK uh, yep. crowd. I've heard, you know what I've yeah. heard it described as. Here's a here's a fun description for people who've actually seen this show. Uh-huh. I've heard it described as fighty su- succession. <laughs> fighty succession. Okay. That's the word fight with a Y at the end. Yeah. Fighty succession. Fighty. Yeah, I like that. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Power struggle ish yeah. things and then fighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, well, so that's, my, that's all my notes for Gangs of London, but it does look like something I want to watch. Okay. So here's the thing though. So it's coming on AMC Plus on October right. 1st, but mm-hmm. it's not going to come on to regular AMC, whatever, until sometime next year. So we're going to have to wait on this. So this is kind of like a false, false situation. Maybe. I where mean, it's not- access is available to it. Yeah, yeah. Starting you, October 1st. Yeah, but mainly for Xfinity, mm-hmm. Dish, and Slingers. Yeah. And anybody who's a little creative about where they get their TV. Yeah, I can tell you that what I what I got online, what I found wasn't a great, and it seems like it's probably the only copy, like one of the main just, ones that's being tr- moved around. You're just going to put that on wax there, buddy? <laughs> you're going to put that on recorded uh, what? with the FBI? Cracking no. down on us over here? Yeah, try and find Come me. Come on, boy. Try and find me behind my VPN. Okay. Oh, so, good point. Yeah, and then so uh, there's a, one other show mm-hmm. I wanted to mention too called The Salisbury yes. Poisonings. Salisbury Poisonings. Uh, six episodes, a British show as well. Same thing, AMC+. Out Plus. of curiosity, mm-hmm. are there hamburger steaks involved? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. This I really don't lie. know. The, the title of the show is a lie. You're thinking of Salisbury steak that we used to eat during school. Of course. School. If you're going to poison somebody Salisbury style, you use a Salisbury steak. Yeah, but when we're talking about the UK and London or England or whatever, it's like there's places called Salisbury, right? So then we have Sure, probably that's where the steak comes from, right. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I'm right. saying. So like yeah. not everything in Salisbury is related. Just named, just... Yeah, but not everything in the origin yeah, of the place but... is about the oh, steak. You don't. You think the Earl of Sandwich walks around today and people don't look at him and go, "Boh, sandwich." <laughs> they might. Come on. They everything might. is about sandwich now. It's not about earls. I went, I went to school with a sandwich, and it. it I don't that's know. That's that, that that joke didn't get too old. I don't oh, remember it being a thing. Oh, yeah. lies. That, that's ju- I guarantee. When you're a good-looking someone girl, someone mentions not... that, it doesn't matter. Sandwich, okay. the name sandwich will haunt you. Alright. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'll check it out. But the Salisbury Poisonings, I'm sorry, I was still on Gangs of London. The, tell me about the Salisbury Poisonings. I, I don't know a ton. I th- So it's based on, in 2018, there was some poisonings in, in England uh, of some 
I'm assuming like high ranking officials. Uh, I don't know a lot about it, but the six episodes seems to be the investigation of the poisonings. And there's a lot of like behind closed doors meetings ish things. Okay. Um, that's all I know, but it looked, it looked so promising. That, so is it like the, the, uh, British version of all this Richard Jewell shit we're doing over here? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe is that kind of what it's like. Uh, yeah. Except that Richard Jewell was so long ago at this point. Actually, you know, also, it was like, yeah, innocent. <laughs> right. Right. Everybody yeah. seems to forget. Honestly, I'm not even mad at the like two TV shows and one movie. And was it a Clint Eastwood yeah. movie or yep. a Spielberg movie? Clint right? Eastwood. Yeah. One of those guys. Mm-hmm. I saw. It. <laughs> I'm not even mad about it because. Life has been so unfair to this poor man that he right. deserves movies yeah. and TV shows that proclaim his innocence. Right. Because, like, people being mad at Richard Jewell is the epitome of people being fucking stupid. Yeah. No, right? to the like, point that's where. That's just the epitome. That is truly. Well, even if people aren't necessarily mad at him, they just have this image in their brain stuck there from all the news broadcasts, like saying yeah, that he did just, something wrong. So. I've heard the name Richard Jewell and Bomb together. Therefore, I will out loud hate Richard Jewell. <laughs> Dude saved people. He yeah. saved people. He was a hero. He's yeah. a hero. Hero and a scapegoat. God yep. damn. Yeah. Ugh, humanity. Anyways. I know. Oh. Uh-huh. So when is that Salisbury steak thing coming out? Those are both October one. Okay. So yeah. I've got something from October one too. Want to hear about it? Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's some. I think I know where you're going. Let me see. Go. No, I don't think you do. Okay. Okay. Because well, my thing is coming from shoot. I didn't put where it was coming from, but I'm pretty sure it's um it's Netflix. It's uh-huh. a, a show called uh, No Te Puedes Esconder. Uh, it's in Spanish. Oh. It's called. You cannot hide. And that's that's okay. the whole word. That's not a you can't hide. It's you cannot hide. You cannot hide. That's um, the translation, right? They translated that it is direct translation, from Spanish. Yes. You yeah. cannot okay. hide. Okay. No te puedes esconder. An okay. exact tra- translation for once, too. You know how yeah. they, sometimes the translations aren't exact. Right. Uh, this was... Uh, th- there's a couple of odd things about this. Uh, I, but I do like to highlight whenever... Latin American television it makes uh, entryways into places like Netflix. Netflix made a big push to pick up a lot of telenovelas maybe about three years ago. I was and we're say, starting to see. Mm-hmm. There's tons of Spanish stuff, I feel like. I, I was researching yeah. for the for what we're well, doing today, and like I saw mm-hmm. a whole bunch. And I hesitate to recommend a lot of those unless yeah. I've heard no, about it otherwise. It's, but, the yeah. same as, uh, it's the same as American television. Mm-hmm. Like, there's... There's so much of it, but most mm-hmm. of it's bad. The thing is, right. you don't remember most of it because it was bad. And so yeah. we forget bad things, like, you know? Like, yes. that's the whole, there's a word for it. I forget mm-hmm. what's called. But, anyways, mm-hmm. I'm just interested in this show for two reasons. Okay. One, because it's a, it's being touted as a horror show, but it looks more, it looks like a thriller to me. It doesn't look like a horror, but they're, uh-huh. they're pushing it like a horror. Uh, and it's going to be, it's, uh, what was it? 10, 10 regular length episodes, 10, okay. uh, 45 minute apps. Okay. Every single app and throughout the app will be cliffhangers. Every Ew. single app will end on a cliffhanger throughout the episode, often where there would normally be a commercial break. We're talking okay. about 
24 just before we started recording. Uh, yeah. That's a show that was packed full of cliffhangers, right? Oh, yeah. We yeah, would yeah. leave one cliffhanger to go catch up on another cliffhanger that was happening somewhere else. Right. To the point where so you're like, oh, does we do we have to have a cliffhanger? It's right? crazy. To the this point where it's sucks. crazy. Yeah, and yeah, some yeah, people yeah. Find, find that fun. It and, is. It is. Know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It can be fun. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take away from that. It yeah. can be a lot of fun in right hands. The other thing I wanted to mention is that this show is created by Marco Santana. Uh, and it's okay if you don't know who Marco Santana is. Why would you know who that is? He is not yeah. related to the musician Carlos Santana. Mm-hmm. He is, in fact, the president of NBC Universal Telemundo. Okay. Which is a weird thing for a show's creator to be. Right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be the head the of a head network. The head of a network right. is not usually the creator of a single TV show. Right. But for some yeah. reason, this guy huh. is putting his name on this show as his baby, his his like shot in the dark. Now, yeah, Telemundo obviously is becoming a huge uh, name here in in the United States as the Latin American channel that English speakers know. You know, right. Telemundo is the even though Univision really is, a, I think, a more grounded network here in America. People yeah. go P- Telemundo sounds fun. I think the word yeah. Telemundo is sounds. But is fun, it? Right? But are you sure this is exactly like a Telemundo show mm-hmm. necessarily? Yep. yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. He, All right. Uh, Carlos Marco Santana, uh, who 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 uh, answers directly to Caesar Conde. So the he goes straight to like the, the top, head isn't head. at the top of the, is yeah, it the head head. Okay. The, Conde Nash is that what I'm getting I it mixed up? Anyway. But that's fine. Yeah. So, it's- well, whatever. The yeah. the president of Telemundo uh, is put his name as a creator of this show that was filmed in Spain. It's a because Me- Telemundo is Mexican, mm. but mm-hmm. it's filmed in Spain. Which mm. uh, just as a uh, Latino, uh, Mexico, Spain. Very mm. different, mm-hmm. super different places. Yeah, oh. speak the same language. Well, argu- arguably not. One is in though, Europe, right? like one is in a different continent. Yeah, but so many different dialects, right? Like Spain has like such yeah, different I mean, like tonalities. And it's hard to yeah, different uh, accents more than anything. Spanish accents mm-hmm. is very fast and it's like right. it's like British. Okay, it's like British accent, right? Yeah, but then like yeah, you know what? Yeah, it's like a BBC <laughs> show. Like uh, you know, like for- you never go like. Oh, like American TV. Yeah. No, not like American TV at all. Right. BBC is not like American TV. So is that, is that weird for Telemundo as a network then to do that? You think? No, no, it's more for the show to be weird. It's weird for the show to be a Mexican show based in Spain. Right. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. But I do think one of the characters is on the run. So it could be from that Mexico. Okay. It's, that's it's, connected. It's abroad. You sure. Know I mean? yep. Still. I just thought it would be interesting for our Spanish speaking and just interested parties listening. Uh, uh-huh. A show made by the head of a studio. Very odd. Are you going to watch this though? Here maybe? it comes. So you're going to maybe yeah, watch this? Yeah, I think huh? I'll give the first episode a try. I'm okay. curious about the 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 thing about the, whatchamacallit, the cliffhangers. Right. I want to yeah. see how that works. Well, that's interesting when you point out the fact that like, we're going to have cliffhangers. You know, that's kind yeah. of an interesting idea. Yeah. Which I, could fail. Could fail badly. This, this very much sounds like a guy full of himself. And he can do whatever he wants and be awesome. Yeah. But there's a slim chance that it's that because 
even though his name is undercreated by, I imagine the actual creatives behind this show are the people who really put together. Right. Um, if maybe they just have the brass balls that they think they can say it outright and pull off something amazing. It equates. And maybe they can. I was just thinking it equates to the idea of like a show set out to be like, yep, we're going to jump the shark every episode. Mm-hmm. We're going to jump that shark. Like, you know, yeah, like, so you know, like a guy in, a, all right. in the dunk contest goes right. But like uh, right, right before I jump over this guy and dunk it, the guy's going to stand up out of his chair and I'm going to have to go right. super higher than you thought. <laughs> yeah. You go, well, that sounds wild. But can you like, do that? All right. Probably not. I mean, obviously, you know the phrase I'm saying, jump the shark, right? You, you yeah, yeah, I, of yeah, course, right. know that. But just for people, people out there, yeah, jump mm-hmm. the shark is like an idea for a show that's run its course and is kind of like going down a, like we have no more story ideas tracked. Right. When yeah. you run out of ideas, you might add, say, uh, I'm going to water ski over this pool with a man-eating shark in it, which right. is exactly what Happy Days did in its umpteenth uh, season. They had... Uh, What's his name? Fonzie, uh, the Fonz, uh-huh. uh, in his leather jacket and tiny shorts, uh-huh. uh, water ski uh, over a tank with a shark. That's where we get the name "Jumping the Shark." Right. You know this. I'm telling this to the audience. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, and that's when everybody knew Happy Days had gone a little mm-hmm. too long. Yeah, and I think that was like the fourth or fifth season. I want to guess. I don't even know. So imagine a show that, called Jump the Shark, basically. Right. Like imagine a show right. called Jump the Shark. Right. Where it's we'll like, see. yeah, that could be fun. Cool, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next day, the very next day, monsters invade. Mo- oh, hold on. I was going to mention one more. Oh, we can breeze got through one it. For October 1st. 1st is a wild day, man. I know. I know. It's like weird. I, think that I, I might have another October 1st, too. And dude. it's what day is no, it? No, it's no, no, Thursday. No. Yeah. There w- no, but there was a, a lot of things we're not even talking about that came out that are going to come out. Oh, that yeah. Day. This one is interesting. It's for German show called Oktoberfest Beer and Blood. You did, you saw this I thought, right? You saw oh, this pop up. No. You Oh, you saw it I on saw mine. You on your it on, notes. Okay, yes. okay. So, yeah, this is premiering on Netflix October 1st. It's only 6 episodes and it's a uh, German language. I'm almost positive. I I don't know why I'm questioning myself, but Oct- obviously Oktoberfest comes from a German, German tradition of beer yeah, festival. Like a beer festival I've in been Germany. To- Alpine Gardens here in uh, Southern California. They have a wonderful Oktoberfest oh, wow. celebration. It's super, super fun. Cool. Yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, I love the songs. I love the singing. Uh, right. It's a play. It's probably the place where I have seen the most people overly inebriated and the least fighting. Right. Yeah. Where it's just like having mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Just good of, old every time. time I've gone, I've only seen one fight and it was in defense of somebody. It right. was like somebody <laughs> like, like <laughs> got out of hand with someone mm-hmm. else and mm-hmm. a million people came and beat that person up. Oh shit. Yeah. Like, like what are you doing? He ruin- got in trouble for breaking the peace. Uh, right. Like, right. like yeah. that's what that's what happened. Yeah. It wasn't out of anger. It was out of like, why are you making this not fun? Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and it was a man hitting a woman. Oh was, god. Not hitting, but like oh, treating a woman physically sure. abusively, and then sure. a bunch of men coming going, No, that doesn't happen. Right. Sorry, sir. Right. He, you know what he ended up two of doing? They huh. dunked his head in the mud. Oh in wow! The mud around the port of mud. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it's a big, wow. it's a big, it's one of those semi-permanent tents, you know, right. those hard tents. Yeah, yes, one of those. yeah. And they get the St. Pauli's girls up on stage and they ziggy zaggy. Where was this at? Where was this Alpine at? Village? 
Alpine Village here in uh, Southern California. Oh, okay. Maybe an hour from Los Angeles. I was if that thirty to forty-five minutes. I was gonna say there's a place that um, uh, where I work, they have these car shows, right? But it's done at a German. It's an actual German place where they have like, mm. uh, like a German sure like it's beer. Not the same place. That's what I'm wondering. But this is in Anaheim, and it sounds mm. like yours is in Alpine Village. Is out in Torrance. Torrance, yeah, it's slightly different, but uh, yeah, but it's not the same place. Yeah. Yeah, but at Alpine Village, German market, food, and entertainment. A That's slice cool. of Bavaria since 1968. Bavaria, Bavaria. I just assume you know because of the color of your skin. Bavaria, yeah. Bavaria, yeah. Ah, you did know. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. I've been there. I've been to there. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. For another the day. Motherland, huh? Right. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, so, another. So, I had something for. Oh, I was going to talk oh, about the oh, show. Oh, did you want to talk more about Oktoberfest? Yeah, you didn't tell me about it. Yeah, so this is like a very dramatic show. Uh, it seems like it's a battle between families show for control over like brewery-related uh, businesses. In, Ooh, yeah, wait. Which, yeah. Did you say it was um, reality or? No, no, or no, no. Drama? It takes place in okay. 1900. Uh, and, and I think in Germany, it's actually called Oktoberfest 1900, but I think uh, Netflix switched that to beer and blood uh, for their own purposes, okay. which uh, for Americans, I don't really blame this move because uh, hearing that something takes place in 1900 just sounds like it's either a documentary or some old timey stuff. But no, this yeah, looks... Yeah, but Oktoberfest beer and blood sounds like a cheesy horror movie. It sounds like... You it's know not it any like? better. It sounds like yeah, a yeah. broken... A broken lizard movie. Yeah, That's yeah. what it sounds like. No, it, it, you're right. And it's not any better, but... Uh, but yeah, if you can just give this a chance and look at the trailer, I think uh, many people yeah. might be into this. Um, so I'll just read this. Definitely quick. watch the trailer. I'll for sure watch the trailer. Here's just a quick thing, and we're moving on. Uh, a mm -hmm. rich newcomer with a shady past arrives in Munich, determined to cat crash the local Oktoberfest with his own brewery. But when his daughter falls in love with the heir to a rival brewery, a vi violent chain of events is unleashed that will threaten both families' futures. So. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, CNET, uh, the the headline for the review of CNET's uh, review of the show has the best yeah. possible sales pitch I could ever see. Uh -huh. Netflix's Oktoberfest drama tastes like Peaky Blinders plus beer. Yeah. yeah. Which people love. That's a pretty good sale. People I love, love Peaky Blinders. Oh, okay. Peaky Blinders. Never, yeah, I've yeah. only barely seen like one episode i gotta oh catch up buddy yeah it's a good show and they're only yeah. like six episode seasons or something right they're like very short right yeah but that's a good show that's a fun fun show put those uh put those uh subtitles on though but <laughs> oh you yeah those, you put those oh. subtitles on because i don't know I, what the hell they're saying i do that anyway but yeah yeah oh yeah i do too anyway. <laughs> yeah 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 now can i talk about monsters monster yeah oh wow really you know what no i don't want to man what do you want to talk about? No, no, that was a sarcastic. Like, um, oh, no, right. of course. Yeah. Monsterland coming to Hulu. Yeah. I'm also not that interested in it. And this is right <laughs> up my alley. This is yeah. right up my alley. And I have the same reaction there. And I'm like, well, uh, no, uh, I don't have any. Uh, I just have a general horror reaction to, to things mm. that are just like ghouls and beasts driven. Um, Right, but I'm not writing it off. Like if I hear good things, I'll wait till what I well, see. Well, let hear. me let me read uh, uh, just a blurb from the Hulu description of it. So maybe that'll change mm -hmm. your mind on the whole the monsters mm -hmm. thing or the furries and stuff. Dark okay. human. These are all I, I just picked and chose uh, words from their blurb. Okay. Uh, dark human psyche. Monsters real and imagined. External and internal. 
love stories and monster stories. That to me doesn't sound like creatures. That sounds like gothic romance. That want- sounds like, you know? Well, here, can that I give you? That sounds like the monster was inside us all along. Okay, here, here's the one that this gives me a little bit different uh, reaction, slightly. Mm-hmm. It's still kind of similar. Okay. But, uh, encounters with gothic beasts, including fallen angels and werewolves. Broken people are driven to desperate acts in an attempt to repair their lives, ultimately showing there is a thin line between man and beast. See, that's why I know that the, the it seems like the stories are definitely going to have a supernatural bent, yeah. but the story itself is going to be about the evil that lurks within men's own right. heart. Yeah. Or whatever. No, and I be- hate that bullshit. I hate that fucking bullshit. <laughs> uh, if you're going to yeah. go to the trouble to drop a fallen goddamn angel, make yeah. the story about the fucking angel. That's right. that. Well, I forget what writer said this a long time ago, but it's a it's a interesting uh, piece of uh, uh, advice, writing advice that I always got. Yeah. That way it goes. Uh, if you're telling the story of a guy and a guy and the guy flashes back to a time, uh-huh. uh, was that time that he's flashing back to the most interesting thing that ever happened to him? If right. yes, why aren't we hearing that story? Right. Why are we hearing a different story? Yeah. We should be hearing the most interesting story about that person. Yes, I like that. And inside of a story about a fallen angel, the most interesting thing in that story is not the evil that lurks inside of this dipshit's heart. Sorry. Right. That's mundane is what yeah. that is. Yeah. Or it's just, it so, just yeah. it's just like slapping a story that could otherwise be told without any of the angel or the now, demon stuff, you know? So what's the point? But of I did, I did want to, I did want to bring it up though. Yeah. First of all, uh, I forget the name of the book that this is based on, but it's, mm-hmm. Oh, here it is. North American Lake monsters. That's a great name wow. for a book. Yeah, that's a good name for a book, right? Yeah, I mean so, that's yeah. If we just got what's the name of the what the Betty with the Betty uh what's her name from uh for Betty Betty White? What's the Betty uh-huh. White movie with the alligator? Uh, Lake 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 oh, Placid. Lake, oh, she. If in it that? was a bunch oh. of Lake, yeah, she owns the alligator. She's the alligator's oh, wow. mom. Oh, she's wow. like, it's so, it's super cute. Mm-hmm. She tells him, she's like, oh, <laughs> you're all gonna die for bothering me, you stupid <laughs> motherfuckers. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. Anyway, if it was like eight episodes of that, I'd yeah. be super into this. On I, the same you story. You said like creatures. I want creatures, giant right. monsters. Right. Lake, the name of the book is North America Lake Monsters, colon, stories. That's yeah. a great name for a book. <laughs> That's a cool name for a book. Yeah. This is more about people. And right. Trust me. We got plenty of stories about people. Yeah. The only reason why I did want to bring the show up is because I wanted to bring up the fact that we have a glut of anthology shows now. Yeah. There was a time when I desperately wanted more shows like Twilight Zone, Amazing Stories, uh, Night Gallery. Yeah. I loved those shows as a kid. And we didn't have anything like that for the longest right, time. Right. And we started having seasonal anthologies, yeah. like the American right. This and That stories, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And now we've got, you know, Black Mirror, The New Twilight Zone, Room 104, the, what's it called? The, the revival uh, of Freak Show. The, the And then, uh, which one? Right. Freak Show. Isn't it called Freak Show? The Stephen King. Uh, oh, yeah. No, no, no. Freak not show? Creep show. show. Creep Show. Sorry. Creep show, yeah, creep, creep show. show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have the the sci-fi ones like the Dimension Four Hundred Four, uh, Electric uh-huh. Dreams, uh, Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams, uh, Room One Hundred Four, which was a horror. Is it one? What did I say? Room One Hundred Four. No, oh no, oh, no. You think it's Dimension Four Hundred Four yeah. is a different show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Dim- mm-hmm. Room 104 and Dimension 404. Yeah. Two different shows. But still uh, anthology. Yeah. The guest book and the yeah. guest book. Right. Those are all the ones that I had off the top of my head when yeah. I was making notes. I yeah. know there's like five or six other. Those are all That's famous ones. Those are all ones yeah. that I'm aware of. I know yeah. there's another handful I don't know about. Uh, I want to sit down and find out which ones of these are good and which ones of these are not. Yeah. I love and, anthology shows, but there's too many right now. Well, and I was going to say for me, the uh, stronger idea is a season of an anthology thing because mm-hmm. then we get like more depth within those people yeah. and the situation. It's a different animal. I think yeah. you're trying to do a different thing. You're, it's your intention yeah. is to do a different thing. I think the, the single episode anthology is perfectly fine. I think it best lends itself to horror yeah, and sure. sci-fi horror because yeah. a ghost story. Well, how do you yeah. tell a scary story? How do you right. tell a scary story in 10 to 15 minutes? Right. You know, like that. So yeah. I think it lends itself best to that, although they've been really pushing the comedy thing. And I, I remember this back when, like, the check-in was a thing. There's a whole network on uh, on YouTube with, uh-huh. like, famous people doing, like, seven or eight episode long, like, five-minute sketch shows. Right. Not sketch. Well, I mean, continuous sketch shows. Yeah. I think one of them was called The Check-In. Uh, where it was, uh, oh, it was a comedian. You've seen him in shows. It was like a chubby white guy. Oh, Lutz. It was Lutz from, uh, from, uh, 30 Rock. Oh, okay. Uh, As the bell clerk for people checking into a hotel. Uh And it would always be a different comedian, uh, as the person. And he would always have some wild and crazy thing about him. And it was right. Lutz's job to just always be perfectly cheery and chippy. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. No matter what this crazy thing this person came with. Right. It was funny. And there was like seven or eight shows like that. Yeah. Like all combined in a bunch. Sure. And they just don't do that. I guess this is where they went. Like they all moved into yeah. what is it? The guest book, room 104. Those are the more comedic ones, right? Uh, I think room 104, like is like the gamut of things because it, it seems like it's part sci-fi-ish part. It's not really horror, but it's more drama, drama. I'd say it's like, it's actually more drama. Actually, I haven't, I haven't seen it, so I can't say for sure. But to me, it seems like there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in that room, but it goes to some deeper meanings. You know? Some episodes yeah. are, some episodes are, some episodes are, or some episodes are funny. Some episodes are yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's not okay. strictly uh, like uh, Twilight Zone, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's like every- I know there's definitely other comedic ones for sure. Uh huh. I was oh, gonna I don't know. check in again. Maybe maybe I'll go check them all out and come back with a report on which ones are good. I was gonna slightly jump ahead real quick and just tack on to Monsterland because it's another anthology horror series season series. Okay. For the season uh, on October 9th, the haunting of Bly Manor. Ah yeah yeah right? yeah. And it's the sequel, ser- sequel series, anthology, next series to uh, right. What was the first one? Haunting of Hill House. Right? Haunting of Hill House. Yes. Which I've never uh, seen, but I've heard amazing things, and I really want to try and see that so I can get into this one. Did too. we not watch the pilot for no. the? No. Then I nope. just watched the pilot for no reason. Okay. Yeah. I do so that maybe. sometimes, apparently. because yeah, um, it was getting really good press. Remember, like, it's really good reviews. Hey. Word of mouth. The haunted house show is my. That's my. That's my bag. I. Yeah. I'm, I hate myself that I still haven't watched uh, the Guillermo del Toro haunted house movie. Oh, that is straight so up good. gothic horror. That yeah. is pure gothic horror. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I, that I really want to see. I always... And when I saw the haunting of Hill House come out, it gave me pangs of that. You know, of right. like of of that mixed with Amityville kind of a thing. You know, Crimson Peak. 
Crimson Peak for the like location and like the feeling. Yeah. But then like for the like the ideas of like familial problems appearing as hauntings, very Amityville horror, right? Right. Very like yep. you know. Yeah, and then what I heard heard too with uh, Hill House was that it was it was like very quiet. Like it had a lot of like great like filmmaking, like quality, top notch, like cinematography mixed with like good, interesting filmmaking. So it's not just straight, straight horror for the sake of like jump scares from what I've been told, I think. So, uh, yeah, so I'm interested in that for sure. That's now, my type of the, horror. The first season was called The Haunting of the Old House, which is the name of a book that it was based on. That was also the basis for a very famous movie called The Haunting in 1963 and a slightly infamous uh, remake from 99, I'm sure you remember, also called The Haunting. Oh, uh-huh. uh, not oh is that neither, huh? That's the same thing, huh? Yeah, they're Hill all House. remakes okay. of the book The Haunting yeah. of Hill House, yeah. which is what the show was loosely based on. Okay. Uh, now, it looks like this new series is also going to be based on another story. Have you ever read The Turn of the Screw? Or The oh. Turning, I'm sorry, The Turning of the Screw. I've heard the, na- I've heard the name. Is that an Edgar Allan Poe thing? No. No, uh, it is, a, it is a, another very uh, famous, I want to say, American writer. I'm going to look that up, too. Uh, but, so you were close? So it's based on that. Uh, but, like, that that story has had so many adaptations it's impossible to count oh novella like, just in film yeah just recently i think what was the last one it was with like uh blah, blah, blah. the girl from oh the twilight i think just came out with something called oh, like really? turning or something it's always a stupid like or screwing no it can't be screwing anyways <laughs> um just basically right the story of a man who has these two kids given to him, like like uh-huh. not given to him, uh, that he, his his brother and sister in law die, so he has these kids now, and he doesn't want to have anything to do with them, so he hires a nanny to take care of them. But when the nanny gets there, she's like, "Oh no, there's definitely ghosts here." Oh wow! And then and then cool. at the end, something happens. I think okay. it depends on what what story you're watching, but so this is yet again they're taking a classic horror story and they're turning it into a modern day. Uh, ghost story, story yeah. here in this in a similar uh, location to the first season except okay. for the fact that I know that the first season has a huge time jump where w- I hope this isn't spoilers for anybody but just watch the trailer and you'll get the idea we're going to see the people who are involved in the haunting when they're adults a lot of them are children during the haunting and you oh, see them when okay. they're adults later Interesting. from what I understand from this new season at least two of those characters will be appearing in this show. Oh, really? Okay. Which is super weird, right? Yeah. Doesn't seem to fit. Right. The uh, whole it, idea. Well, it, it, maybe it's a. Yeah, I don't know if they're just doing the thing where you know you have like a like a. a oh God, what's his name? Murphy, who does the American Horror Stories, but uses a lot of the same actors. Oh so no, maybe no, it's no, that kind no, of no, thing. No, 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 two characters, two characters. Two characters. Oh, okay. Previous team. Okay. Yes. No. Interesting. Not the actors. I don't okay. know if any actors are. Or playing new parts or anything like that. I just know that for two, for sure, two of the a- a- actors are reprising roles from the season before. Interesting. Wow. Yes. Cool. Which is also crazy because I forgot to check. I'm sure this is something we could check. I'm not going to right now, just to add mystery. Yeah. For all you know, it could be the child actors, and this is taking place back before the time jump. Right. 
cool. You don't know if they're talking about so same characters child actors or adult actors, not right. the same actors. Maybe I just saw yeah. that. The well, I saw two actors are reprising their roles. Right. I don't know the actors, yeah. so I don't know if they're reprising adult roles or right. children's roles. Right, right, mm-hmm. cool. I like that. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. First, I gotta tell you the first episode to the first one, very quiet, very slow, yeah. uh, but good. I didn't yeah. keep watching it because I had stuff for the podcast at the time. And oh, like okay. I had to just crank it out. I, I yeah. looked in my history and I goes, oh, I had oh. a whole season of TV to crank out. So yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, it's all good. It's on my short mm-hmm. list, and I'm trying to see it. Yet. Okay. And uh, that's coming up pretty soon. Uh, do you have a date for that? We didn't. I don't think we threw out a date. Ten nine, I think. Ten nine. All right. So October within 9th? the first week or week or so. Yeah. Uh, I see. Also, that I'm just gonna. Th- throw these out because they're just nests on my list and I don't really care that much. But I want to mention it for people who are interested. Unsolved Mysteries is getting a second season that starts the 19th. Yep. Um, There's another show called uh, La Revolution or La Revolution. It's got an accent but it's still spelled in English. It's not La Revolution? No? But that's not, I don't think that's where the accent would go and I'm not sure that it would be spelled exactly the same. (laughs) Anyways. All right. What the hell, Dan, what the hell is Tiny Pretty Things? Because I'm getting sick of these names of these shows. I love that there are these shows that are very clearly aimed at women, but tiny, (laughs) pretty, little, cute, lying fires everywhere. I can't keep track of them. I don't, I've never heard of this. I'm pulling it up right now so I can see, but what, uh, network? From what I understand, if you're interested in uh, Big Little Liars, or no, big little lies. <laughs> big little Pretty ones. little liars, little fires everywhere. <laughs> you will be interested in tiny pretty things. All right, Was I there actually like. Did, did I miss one? Uh, no, those. You like all three of those? I like two out of three. Well, I've seen two out of three, and I like two out of three of those. So yeah, okay, I, uh, there I would you go. maybe so see that. Okay. A name to keep an eye out for: tiny pretty little liar fires everywhere. <laughs> Does things. it say a network? Uh, tiny pretty things yeah oh no it's called tiny pretty things i'm I'm just confusing everybody i'm really i'm gonna read sorry about that tiny pretty things is going to be on okay oh it is a netflix okay Mm -hmm. it says the world of an elite ballet academy and charts the rise and fall of young adults who live far from their home each standing on the verge of greatness or ruin that doesn't sound great to me but uh falls under the category of mystery though which is actually a little bit better Although, no, I guess those other ones would fall under mystery, too. Yeah, okay. I get, <laughs> yeah. I get yeah, what you do. mean by mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. All right. It, all right. Oh, did you want to stay on it? We could no. talk about it. No, no. Uh, I have the next thing you uh-huh. have on your list. So. Uh Oh, you have On the Rocks? Nope. The movie? Oh. Nope. I, but I, I saw the trailer. Let's talk about On the Rocks. I, okay, so I was going to actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw these two connectors out there too because there's only two movies on my list for this month Mm -hmm. and it's on the rocks apple tv plus uh movie starring bill murray with uh sofia coppola it's a sofia coppola Mm -hmm. film so this is actually a really big deal for me and like for the film for the film like world for something to come out from her just straight up on apple tv is a big i was gonna say for some reason i forget why exactly but i had a i wanted to look up sofia coppola's uh uh filmography recently uh-huh. and i was under the impression she had made a lot more 
No. Like, oh, yeah, I know. I, I just know. just from the impact that she's had, like in the industry, and I understand that she's a Coppola and she came in, you know, a little ahead of people. Right. But no, like she's for reals made an impact doing not that much, like yeah. not not the volume I thought she had produced. So, right. yeah, I'm interested in something she's made, especially something with Bill Murray in it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and this is them obviously reunionizing it's, together. Oh, right. Uh, from uh, uh, Lost in Translation. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, arguably her best um, film. For a lot of people, that's her. There's nothing bad her about Sofia Coppola, right? Other than no. a little nepotism? A little, a little uh, dash of nepotism? Yeah, a little, so her... A little neppy tea? Just a little neppy tea there? Yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, is with her is like with, with a lot of people that are kind of raised in Hollywood or raised with like the filmmaking uh background that she has it's like everything becomes about like hollywood people or like hollywood stories or you know for the most part a lot of a times lot of her, sure sure, yeah, sure 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 like the well, upper right what you know you write what yeah. you know and that's what they know yeah. right right and it's I'll so, never, oh i'll never like when this is gonna, <laughs> a little bit of a tangent whenever yeah. people go like oh that person went corporate or especially musicians when they go like oh like they sold out or whatever yeah i always think no 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 they just can't relate to the old right. problems they used to have because they don't have those problems anymore. Right. They didn't go corporate. They succeeded. Right. That's what happened. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, so if she comes from a family of like post success, I can't expect her to tell me the story about what it's like to, to grow up scrabbling for food on yeah. the streets of Cairo. Right. You know, right. like what? No, <laughs> Coppola, she knows about rich people. Yeah. There's expensive, there's rich ass people stories out there to tell. Sure. Who better? Yeah. Yeah. And no, I think that's what they thought when she did uh, the, what's her name? Let the meat cake. Right. That was kind yeah. of where she was coming from. Um, Aunt Marie Antoinette. Yeah. Marie Antoinette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everything has an angle. That's not just mm-hmm. about like, you know, rich people just are, you know, have no issues and yeah. they're doing the best and they're great and they're you know there's there's issues there yeah one and of actually, the things a very good director can do is put a magnifying glass on a world that people don't normally see and those could be found anywhere so sure. yeah a rich person could be born rich and tell compelling stories about rich people because there are compelling stories about rich people who plays the white and on the rocks who's the uh the like female person that bill murray's helping find uh she's basically he's basically trying to help her find who's cheating out who if, if her husband's cheating on her and if so with who and what the situation is right did and you it, but in the trailer if i recall correctly there's mm-hmm. no like romance angle right not really no right. that's okay. why it's very similar to uh lost in translation, lost in, translation. in that way yeah. yeah which i i and i i get the impression that either i've heard sophia uh, coppola agree with this or i think she would uh-huh. But there is a romance angle in uh, Lost in Translation. It's just not a traditional romance angle. It's not. Yeah. It's not a fucking angle. It's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's we're used to romance angle meaning do they bone at the end? But right. That's they have a that's, different kind of romance in Lost exactly. in Translation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's more like a connection just between people in in a point in no, their I, life. I, when they I think something. it was romance. I think it was more than a connection. I think there was like romantic love there that was always that was never meant to be but uh-huh. and i i don't even i even think like it was a it was fleeting in like it's that we're not here to like talk about lost translation uh, <laughs> no i get what you're saying I would, I would, yeah i think i'd be happy if they stay away from any romance angles from bill it, murray outside of that an existential right. romance perhaps yeah so this one's uh rashida jones is the lead mm-hmm. 
actress That's, and her husband's no, Marlon and, Wayans. And, it, it, and, and now I remembered why I want there to not be a romance angle in this show. It's Rashida Jones. Guys. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> yeah. it's just, yeah, Bill Murray's just like way uh, older in this. Like there's. Yeah, but so he was also way older than, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, yeah. Johansson. No, for sure. But it's just, I don't know. It in gets that, creepier as you get even older. I don't know. It's creepier than the movie that was thankfully directed by Sofia Coppola, but starts with a picture of just her butt for like yeah. five minutes, right? Right. Oh, it's a great starting. I'm not yeah. complaining about the yeah, start. Yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> but. When you talk about creepiness in movies, I remember thinking it was getting a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways. Um, then uh, I want to get, before we get away from the 2nd of October, God, we can't get anywhere. Uh, no, I we can't jumped around. You, we jumped around. You, you, no, I'm saying I, before we, I can't. Oh, I get it. We jumped yeah, around right. a couple, but yeah. Um, I'm surprised you had not even heard of the podcast Song Exploder, much less the fact that it's going to be a TV show on Netflix. Yeah, no you've, clue. You've never heard of this show before. No, maybe very, very just like a vague in passing mention, maybe even by you of, you know, have you heard of this thing and then never mentioned it again? And then now Song, it, yeah. Song Exploder is a podcast that's mm-hmm. been around for what did we say? It's about 2014. 2014. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and I remember I, I it was around when I was really putting together my like large base of podcasts. Yeah. That is still kind of what I still have. Yeah. But this was at the beginning of me getting into podcasts. This is one of the ones that was there for a while and then just kind of fell to the white side. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a show where what they do is they basically they the they have a guest on, a musical guest. Uh-huh. And the guest comes on, uh, they introduce each other, they talk about the guest, the like their history, but also kind of the history of their music in the host's kind of like culture. Okay. Like just kind of what their what the band's influence was in the culture. Yeah. And then they pick one song, and this is where the exploder part comes out. They basically tear it apart. Uh, oh, wow. I showed you a similar podcast called Punch Up the Jam. That right. is a comedy podcast about uh, making fun of how silly songs are when you get into the nitty-gritty of the lyrics and the odd yeah. musical changes and things like that. Sure. Well, Song Exploder is like the, the, the intellectual version of that. It's, uh, it's where they take the artists and they ask them about the nitty-gritty, about uh selection like sound selection uh uh lyrical changes things like right. that uh-huh. they get real deep into the song they and they and they really really and it's just the one song per episode oh okay so oh, you, you threw me off for a second because you said rip it apart but you actually meant that in terms yeah. of breaking it down i uh, yeah I, like, I mean break it apart yeah yeah break it apart exploder right. is such a it's such a uh aggressive word but it's such a cool it's such a good name i think for a podcast uh-huh. song exploder they explode the song and they look through the bits, you know? Right. Yeah. It reminds with, me. The, with the artist. Right. And uh, so I watched the trailer right before we mm-hmm. started recording. And uh, it reminded me kind of of this series of, uh, I don't even know who makes these documentaries called, and they call them classic albums. And then they break down an album. Have you ever heard of this thing? Where like, uh, there's one for Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. There's one for- It sounds for, familiar. Yeah. Yeah. There's a really great, because they like, they have the guy who's like the- the uh, board guy, what do you call him? Like the producer, basically, of the Oh, the album. engineer. The engineer, yeah. yeah. Oh, the producer, yeah. Right, and so then they'll take off like vocals and they'll uh, isolate tracks and be like, oh, oh this is that, what that track, you know. the Stems, baby. I love yeah. the Stems now. Yeah. Ever since I listened, I learned, thanks to Punch Up the Jam, what the Stems are. Uh-huh. It's the best thing in the world when you have all the audio tracks separately from a song. Right. And you can hear what like the dude from <laughs> Smash Mouth sounds like when you take all the music away. Yeah. Not Smash yeah. Mouth. Yeah, no, it's Hashoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Is that the somebody one? Yeah, that's that yeah. Guy, right? <laughs> Holy shit. Hear that song without any of the music. Right. It's insane. Why did they give this guy a career that's bananas? Right. Anyways. Honest, completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the stands. Yeah, and honest, weird. You just reminded me uh, mm-hmm. of hearing the, uh, the 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 comedy show, uh, The Big Bang Theory, without a laugh track. Have you ever heard that thing? Oh, it's a oh, reverse, sure, sure. right? Oh, yeah, you take away. Yeah, yeah it's no, like I'm a bad person. I sent those clips to people who I know like that show. Oh, and I, I go, where are your jokes? I asked them, where are the jokes? <laughs> Tell me, point to me on the doll where the jokes touched you. They didn't touch me. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, that's anyways. Just, yeah. Anyways. All right. I'm done with my first page of notes then. Oh, okay. Oh, good. no. No, no, no. Uh-huh. I have only one movie and it's old, but it's coming to Netflix. How's uh, it old then? Hunt for the Hunt Hunt for the Wilder People is coming to Netflix. It's an it's an old movie that's coming to Netflix this month. Like oh, on, in, the... on October 1st it will be available. It's a, a Taika Waititi movie. Yeah, uh, starring Sam Neill and the kid from Deadpool 2. Right, yeah, the little kid, the little chubby kid. Dan, Dan, this uh-huh. movie made me cry. God damn it! Wow, all right. I cool. do not cry at a movie. Yeah, That's I've seen it. I'm it's a, a good movie. <laughs> yeah. So what's funny is I saw this when it was on Hulu because it was on there for the longest, longest time. So now the okay. rights must have just shifted to. Oh Netflix. yeah, that's where I yeah. saw it too. Never yeah. mind, I saw it on Hulu as well. Yeah, you're right. But that's cool. That so okay. you're yeah. yeah. Not this. Mm-hmm. I, I but seriously, like a commercial will make me like tear up sometimes a movie just pisses me off right so for a movie to like for the towards the end of a movie i start like that that feeling you get where you're like it's similar to where your stomach drops out on a roller coaster but it also like affects your throat too right like that yeah you get that i got i got that i was like (laughs) what the hell is this yeah all right i'm gonna start no you know what i thought i literally i remember thinking I'm going to recommend this movie to people. Like, like I, I don't think that's ever happened to me during a movie where I go, yeah. oh, I'm going to recommend this movie to people. Yeah. Right. That's a rare thing. Oh, it's so yeah. sweet. It's so wonderful. Yeah. It's funny. It's and it's not nice. It's very sweet. It's yeah. not. It's got plenty of bad words in it. The right. little kid is a piece of shit. Holy yeah. kid. Uh, it's about a little kid being a real piece of shit. To a grown-up who's also a piece of shit, but in the yeah. end they need each other. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's chef's kiss, man. Yeah. So no, yeah, I wanted to mention that. I really mm-hmm. thought it was important to say mm-hmm. that movie's coming out on Netflix October first again, or re- returning to a streaming service. You guys should watch it. That in instead of the movie The Outpost, which was made by CNN's Jake Tapper. Oh wow. Don't huh. I'm a I'm a left wing Democrat <laughs> pingo uh-huh. commie bastard. Don't watch Jake Tapper's movie. <laughs> Shut up, Jake Tapper. Anyway, that's hilarious. He wrote books. He's written like army books, uh-huh. like 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 Tom Clancy shit. Yeah, this crazy fuck. Wow, Jake Tapper. Never knew. Anyways, all right. Not interesting. You got something? Yeah, I, oh, I meant to tack this on with the other movie while we're on movies. Uh, this is the only oh, okay. other. Uh, so Aaron Sorkin is doing another new movie oh, yes. on Netflix. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, with um, Sasha Baron Cohen in it. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a period film, right? During the trial of the Chicago 7, and that's what it's called as well. I believe it's called the trial of Chicago 7, right? Yeah, um, which I think was in 68, or was it in 70? Yeah, it was like 
during that time, right, when there was those people on trial for rioting, right, was it related to the, the rioting of uh, um, somebody I'm going to tell died. you in one second right now. It is uh, Vietnam War protesters there you uh, go. crossing state lines with the intention of inciting riots at the 1986 Democratic Convention in Chicago. There we go. 86. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. 86 or 76? Uh, 76, I think. I did it. Vietnam War. No, uh, 68. 68. I said 86 because oh. I meant 68. That's it. <laughs> uh, okay. uh, I was. Uh, oh, I just learned uh, a, a very, very close friend of mine just taught me the word for dyslexic numerical, and I forgot. Dyslexic numerical. Oh, a, a there's a word for it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. She was telling me about it, and I was like, oh, that's what the word is. I will remember that. Did not. Um, I remembered about this show. I had forgotten about Trial of Chicago 7, of this movie, I'm sorry. Yeah. Until literally, I want to say two days ago, somebody on either the Televerse or Fighting in the War Room mentioned, uh-huh. uh, oh, I'm so sick of Aaron Sorkin. And then I heard he made a new thing and yeah, I'm going to watch it. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to watch it. Yeah. Dude, everything, almost everything that dude's done has been... Even when he fails, like with Molly's game, that was the last thing I think he made was that gambling movie with uh, right. Jessica Chastain. Yeah, yeah. Even that, though, was still like, in- I, it was fun. I have to admit, that I actually had no interest in. Uh, but I've yeah. seen everything else. I'm pretty sure I've seen everything else. Yeah. And even if I'd um, said you have to watch Molly's game, you, you wouldn't hate it, I don't think, but you wouldn't love it, maybe. No. But still, it's like, watch it. It would be like, it's a watchable when thing. I. <laughs> this is another mm-hmm. thing that I heard podcasts podcast recently when uh-huh. i it was it like people go like michael Crichton, right he wrote a bunch of books that turned into movies right yeah a lot of the books are way better than the movies right right and then you get some <laughs> one asshole that goes yeah and his and his autobiography is excellent oh god yeah fuck you <laughs> asshole yeah the time that he was a doctor but was not in er even though he then went on to write er right. uh is more interesting than about the dinosaurs? <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> Shut up. God damn. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. Adam Adam Sorkin's the same way. Even his stuff that's boring, I would still like it. Yeah. I would just be annoyed because I'd want to be watching the stuff that I love. Right, 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 right. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna watch that movie when it comes out. Me too. Yeah. Or I'll at least start it. Nope. I'm gonna ask you what it's like. <laughs> this uh, is the thing. This goes back to the uh, thing, though. Sorry. Side note. With a movie, right? And this is like the new era of watching things for all of us, I feel like. And I've brought this up before. I think a movie, a two-hour movie, you need to regard as two episodes of a TV show. You would binge a show. You would watch many episodes of a show, typically, right? Right. A lot of people do this. And so easily watch a movie. It's two episodes of a TV show. That's my argument for Except, but that's not taking into account the way a TV show is written to have a three-act structure in what would be the first and the first half of the second act in a movie. So you're not getting the same, like... Well, you're you're, spreading it over. the, The respect for your time is not the same in a TV show as a movie. In a TV show, they're constantly trying to remind you this is worth your time to sit down. A movie expects you for have to have sat down for a movie. You know what I right. mean? Right. Yeah, but it's like if you if you if you totally typically different, you're receiving it differently. But it's two episodes. A, a so filmmaker doesn't. No, no. I know that you're saying that the time commitment is the same. I'm yeah. saying, but everything else is different. And in the end, yeah. everything else outweighs the time commitment. Yeah, and part of this is just me trying to convince myself, like when I when I want to be like, oh, I got to binge this entire season mm. of a show rather than watching yeah. that movie that I've been saying I got to watch that movie. 
I need to just watch I that movie. A, so it's, a it's for me. A piece of advice for you? Yeah. Don't don't try to argue on the side of motivation with me. I will win for the other side. <laughs> I will win for the side of no motivation. That's fine. No, that's perfectly fine. But you know, I and I, I don't know if you're like this too with things that it's just like mm. you, that. Oh, yeah. They're stuck in your brain that it's like I got to watch this thing, or I know yeah, I should have watched this been. thing. You trick yourself, and then you, you trick, trick yourself into yeah. watching something or doing yeah. the homework. You know. Yeah. But Speaking I'm saying, of doing the homework. Oh, I'm sorry. Go no. Go ahead. No, and that's just how I trick myself. Is that I just kind of tell myself like listen yeah, this is that's only why i wouldn't want you to tell me i'm afraid i'm going to give you uh ammunition to beat yourself you right. know to like to win no. against yourself that's fine and there's <laughs> anyway, no right answers there's no right answers did you finish watching the swamp thing when we watched the swamp thing i did i watched that entire stupid thing yeah and i didn't, I didn't and really now like that it. it's coming back to the cw on 10 6 2020 right. and for all for all from all reports with a much better like uh, mind behind the like or a story drive like uh-huh. from what i understand it was a little bit uh uh wandering in the first season and that they've got a real drive now for where they want the story to go oh duh because uh, they're connecting it to the other shows okay so the, hold on so you're talking about swamp thing right that we saw that was yeah. on D- dc it is now it was on it is dc pulling, it is pulling a uh supergirl in that it is joining the Arrowverse. It is becoming a show within the Arrowverse. Right. That's a okay. bad thing to say right now, though, because Supergirl just got canceled. <laughs> it just, oh, it just wow. got canceled like less than a week ago. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. So, but so did, maybe tell joining me... the Arrowverse isn't always the best thing. Right. And I'm sure. Okay. So I think other shows have maybe done this, but what's happening is that. Swamp Thing is getting super re-edited because it's going to networkish TV with commercials, which it wasn't yes. on. So literally, they're cutting like 20 minutes out of the pilot to fit on network TV, which is really weird to me. Right. Now, it depends on how they do it. We don't know that, that they could just put the ending of the pilot somewhere else and add more of the pilot to like oh, more may- of the show. Yeah, they could be just- making it into... A, you know what they do a lot of times is they'll turn like the... They'll turn it into like a triple episode TV movie type of thing, right? That that you can watch independently, but you but is also available as a giant chunk or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't we'll know. See. It just seems like they're doing. Yeah, it's gonna cause a lot of issues to. And the thing is that back on uh, when it was on the DC network or whatever, uh, it was supposed to be. Th- 12 or 13 episodes and they cut it down to 10 so that already got kind of chopped down so now to like yeah chop it down to fit it in whatever kind of thing they want to do i don't know it just seems a little crazy yeah and, and they're gonna take out the violence the I- and it's not it's not the ideal place to put a show especially if you were at all interested in it yeah uh but i think a show like this like a like a swamp thing is swamp thing's got nothing to lose they've oh, got yeah. no they've got so this is the best possible uh situation for a show to be revived where you could do whatever the new showrunners can literally go anywhere they want yeah and literally i heard that Uh, cw was just desperate for content in this pandemic era where they just needed so they just bought it basically to put something on it's not surprising yeah uh and and i think uh, amc is doing the exact same thing with the walking dead only going the wrong way with it they're making a ya out of it that comes out the same day called the walking dead world beyond world world beyond Uh uh-huh and it's basically what are teens like once the world (laughs) gets back up and running after zombies 
Oh, it's not yeah. anything to do with zombie anything at yeah, all. No, 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 no. The zombies are still there. Oh, the world is up and running. But like the still. world is getting back to normal. Like more like they, okay. they, to the point where there is now a high school. I think like the oh, kids wow. go to a school. Oh, weird. And so it's again, it's 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 Walking Dead YA. Yeah, it's, it's young adult Walking Dead. Yeah, I don't it's, know uh, what. What's that called? Uh, the Maze Runner, or uh, mm-hmm. I pulled the fucking Maze Runner before I pulled uh, what's their name? Catching what? Fire, uh, Hunger Games. I pulled Hunger, the Maze yeah. Runner before Hunger Games. Yeah, that's but crazy. or Twilight or any of those. Yeah. It's one of the. It's a young A story right. in the world of The Walking Dead. That's all we need. That's all we got. We got it. <laughs> next, next doesn't matter. Next on Fox. Nope. The show about an AI out of control. There's only one good one of those. It's called Person of Interest. You have to skip most of the first season to watch it. But once you do, it's pretty good. Oh yeah, I remember you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There's a there's a list. I'll keep saying this. Google it. Use uh, Google is your friend. Uh, go find out what shows you absolutely need. What yeah, what episodes you absolutely need to watch for the first season of uh, Person of Interest, uh, and it will make it a good show. That's cool. Skip yeah. the ones you don't need. Yeah, That's they funny. didn't. It didn't need to be a monster of the week show. It could have just been a regular show. Right. But they wanted to sell 22 episode seasons. Yeah. So they made a Monster of the Week episode. Yep. Stupid. Anyways, what else, Dan? La, 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 la. I've got okay. a handful of other things, but I know you want to talk about Mr. Uh, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, yeah. So on October 4th, there's a new show called The Good Lord Bird. Uh, based I don't on like the bird. name, Dan. It's a weird name. It is a weird name, but... Wasn't see- there an African flight movie called something similar? African there was like flight. a white person making airplanes take off in Africa called like something, the something, something bird. Oh, that sounds vaguely familiar, but I'd have to research that. Yeah. That sound familiar though, right? It doesn't, I'm not pulling that out of my ass. It sounds like maybe Robert Redford is trying to get gliders to like become airplanes or something in somewhere in Africa. Like There's a, a lot of seas of like yellow, maybe. When like would that have been? Fields of yellow. Was that a uh, like a late back- 90s, maybe early 2000s? Oh, I was going to say it must be kind of old. Yeah, because I don't no, really no, recall no. that. It's where he's an older man already, but like. Yeah. It might not be him. He might be a director or a producer or something. I just. Right. An old, I'm, I'm seeing an old, an old uh, stalwart uh, film person there. Whatever it was, it, Anyways, wasn't, it didn't catch on. Yeah. And I'm uh, going gonna, gonna to blame Jason Blum. That's fine. Yeah. So no, I think that's right? what the book was called, the Good Lord Bird. I think it's because yeah, it's based on a book. Yeah. So yeah, and I'm sure there's something we're missing there. Obviously, that we'll figure out. But seeing Ethan Hawke in the trailer it makes it look uh, really interesting for a for a period movie where he's just got this crazy beard, crazy grown, overgrown uh, hair he could out of control. Mm-hmm. He could be a cowboy more often for sure. Well, yeah. maybe not his voice. But his his face can be a cowboy more often, and he his has voice the voice not as well. right. And if he's gonna if he's gonna be, uh, he's not a cowboy in this, but it's like cowboy kind of era, even pre cowboy. Right. He's not like cowboy Civil War. Hat. He's got a six shooter. Yeah, yeah, and he's real over the top and stuff. So he plays this guy who's an abolitionist named John Brown. Uh, Onion is a fictional enslaved boy who becomes a member of Brown's family of abolitionist soldiers and finds himself in the eighteen fifty nine raid of Harper's. Fairy, which I don't really, yeah. I don't know anything about, but I'm aware of it. I'm aware of the events. Oh, okay. I like that David Diggs is Frederick Douglass. I like that David Diggs yeah. is getting work. Uh-huh. Like, uh, 
I remember him from uh, you know uh, back in the day. What did what was wasn't he in something? Yeah, long there was ago? there was something recent. Yeah, I'm trying to think too. Well, I know that he's getting a lot of work recently, and I'm happy about that. I, I'm guessing with Hamilton come things like that, right? Oh. Oh, he's gonna be the voice of Sebastian. That's- here, here we go. So he was in this movie called Blind Spotting. He was really amazing ah. in that indie movie a couple years ago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's good to see him and stuff. He's gonna be playing Frederick Douglass, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, where's that Frederick Douglass movie? <laughs> I not, know. It's just it's gotta feel weird at a time like this for this show to come out. No, doesn't this feel weird? No, because it's like, but we're seeing the main. Now you're, I know, man, but you're telling a story about abolitionism where the main character is a white guy. Yeah. um, Yeah, but I, but um, I don't know. Just the idea, I guess, of being on just the abolitionist side already. It's being made because it was a, wait, yeah, it was, it was a book. And, The book was famous, so yeah, that's what you do. You take a property that is well known and you translate it, and it's telling. It's still telling the story of abolitionism, which is great. It's very, uh, you know, it's, it's the smart story or the smart. It's the heartfelt story to tell to make people relate to other people who have suffered and hurt and shit, right? Right. But why does the main character always have to be a white person for people to get it? No, well, so the thing is, is that Ethan Hawke being so over the top and kind of like out of control, like I don't think we're going to necessarily look to him as being a, a hero in this situation, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Where as the, the sidekick that they're saying is this enslaved well, boy. Well, the thing is John gonna, Brown's a real character. John Brown's a real person. That's fine. He is a hero. No, but that, that guy is a hero. So he's playing a hero. Yeah, but I just don't, I think we're seeing th- through the enslaved boy's eyes the story of this. So I'm wondering how that's going to play uh, out, you th- know? Honest, honestly, Dan, I honestly, it mm-hmm. looks to me like most of Hollywood hasn't learned the lesson. That's what it looks like to me. This looks like Green Book. This looks like everything. Oh, so okay. it might be great. Might be great. I yeah. mean, it's 50-50. It's Blumhouse, first of all. So let's not get right. crazy and say this is an artistic endeavor. This yeah. is Blumhouse. They're taking right. a shot. That's what they always do. Yeah. But. I think this is probably already in production mm, at least a year ago, if not longer, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pretty sure. I think they're putting it out because it was made and it's uh, time to put out things about the black experience in America. But I think it's getting more and more clear that we have to stop telling these stories from the point of a white person as if white people can only get it if it's from told from that point of view. I don't think that's right. true. right. And yeah. I think Hollywood or studio execs or whatever need to realize that's not true. White people can yeah. relate just fine with a black person. Yeah. They can do it. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's I, a studio thing. That's not a, that's not an America thing. That's a studio thing. Right. Yeah. And I think it, we have to give it, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt to see what it's going to present to us it doesn't, and what other it characters. It doesn't apply or remove quality. Yeah. It's just exhausting sometimes. It's just yet again. You know, I don't need yeah. to see the blind side again. That guy was already going to make it without her help. Thanks. Right. Um. Anyway, no, no, no I know, but I'm, I know I'm getting off on a tangent, and I want to get away from it as quickly as possible. And I'm going to do that by naming my next thing that I'm going to name. Uh huh. A thing you have no interest in whatsoever, and okay. I almost have none as well. But it had a little okay. bit of controversy in it. It's Hulu's formerly Marvel's Hellstrom. 
Hulu's Dan, formerly I know you don't Marvel. know. Okay. Yes, it's now Hulu's Hellstrom. Okay. It used to be Marvel's Hellstrom. Uh-huh. Uh Marvel did a big push to kind of reconsolidate what counts as their uh, canon, uh, um, uh, call it, uh, film at MCU. Yep. And they, at some point, they were going to have like two canons that held hands rather than one whole canon. And it was okay. going to be world level and street level. And they started the street level with the Netflix guys, but as we know, they're all canceled and they don't count anymore. Right. The next step they took with the street level guys are the network shows that we have right now, which are Runaways, uh, which are is it's Runaways, it's uh, Coke and Dagger, uh-huh. uh, and I what about the, the one, one that's used on to Fox. Watch? What about the one you used to watch? Is that oh, Agents, Agents of Shield. Yeah, Agents no, of Shield. Agents of Shield was part of the MCU. Even oh, though it was okay. on TV, it was world level. It wasn't right. street level. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They were dealing with time travel and shit. They weren't dealing with muggers and neighborhood oh, beatings. Right. Oh, but you're saying so all of these things you're listing are street yeah. level things. Well, no, that's how, that's just how, well, yeah, but that's how they were separated. Like right. Marvel was making a concerted effort to say these are street level heroes. These are heroes that fight street level crime. Right. And these are heroes that fight world level crime. Yeah. And they'll all be interconnected. But only the world level guys will appear in each other's shit and only the street level guys will appear in each other's shit. Right. So that's why in the original Daredevil, the guy goes, yeah, when the green guy showed up in New York. Yeah. And yeah. we know he's talking about the Hulk, but he didn't sure. say the Hulk. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's mm-hmm. like, okay. okay. So the, so after they cut Netflix out, they still had the plan to make like that, that street level thing. Uh, they had those two shows that I named and a third one that I can't remember that's on Fox was very re- like it's loosely connected. Yeah. Uh, I forget what it's called, like unnatural or unlike other people. Something like that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, uh, and then they had Ghost Rider uh, uh, portrayed by a Hispanic guy. So he was portraying the third Ghost Rider from the comics appear on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And they came out out of the gate saying. This is going to be a TV show. Latino Ghost Rider, baby. Yeah. L.A. based. He rides uh-huh. an old school uh-huh. big black boat of a car uh-huh. that like the engine pops out of the hood and bursts in the flames wow. when Ghost Rider takes over. You know, that's yeah. fucking dope. Yeah. I got it. For low budget TV, yeah. that thing looked awesome. That don't look good. He had one of the, the, the motorcycle jackets, leather jacket, uh-huh. but short collar. Just the zip up all the way to the top short collar, not the old yeah. like flap leather jackets right. that you're ra- like a modern yeah. Ghost Rider. Yeah, he's cool. And he was a Hispanic dude. I love seeing representation, right. especially of my own people. Right. So I was super happy to see it. And then they tell me that that show, the new Ghost Rider show, is gonna mix with this show called Hellstrom. Hellstrom oh. is the son of basically the devil of Marvel Comics. Mephisto yeah. is his name uh-huh. in the comics, but he's Lucifer. He or They don't have a Lucifer, but he's yeah. the devil. Yeah. B, capital, capital T, capital D. Yeah. This is his son. And then her, eventually the daughter, Satana, or okay. Anna, as he is in this. Uh-huh. And and Damon, not Damien. Yeah. Uh, but Hellstrom is animated, inter- right? What's that? Hellstrom is animated, right? This new show is an animation show, right? The one, yeah. That's right. on Hulu. But originally, originally oh, okay, it was okay. supposed to be... Okay. Live action at, mix. It oh. was supposed to be... Not just that. This there. Do you remember that Universal was going to do that horror movie mix a while back? With the mummy and yeah. all that shit? Yeah. Marvel was going to do the same thing. 
uh-huh. dark, all the dark, scary heroes. We're going to build a little dark, scary hero team. Uh-huh. And that was going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's all gone. It's all canceled. What happened? It's all canceled, guys. Pack it up. <laughs> they what? they just didn't want it anymore. They're just, Weird. they got like the dumbs and then it just so, overtook their brains. So Ghost Riders canceled. Yeah. Uh, Hellstrom is allow, is being allowed to continue, uh, yeah. but ha- is not being allowed to carry the name of Marvel and if there are any connections that were already baked into the series, they are yeah. now being considered like, or they're basically saying, do not pay any attention to them. They are wow. not going to go anywhere. Wow. We're not. Huh. All right. We're not continuing that. Yeah. Maybe Marvel. Oh, no, sir. Yeah. I wanted to make sure just to, just to, mm-hmm. just to check because I was like, God, I don't want to say he's wrong and then come back and be like, no, I did see the trailer. No, Hellstrom's a live action thing. I don't know where you got animated. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I don't know why. Yeah. I think I feel, I feel like I saw like a, uh, just an image, a still image and it looked a little, mm. there, I don't know. Admittedly, Marvel is pulling out uh, two or three animated shows coming up. So, but they're really pushing um, that Vision and Scarlet Witch show, which looks more and more interesting. Oh, yeah. WandaVision or whatever it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, I think, I mean, I kind of guessed this already because, uh-huh. but that's only because I know Scarlet Witch a little bit, but he's dead. We know he's dead. Uh huh. We saw him die. Right. What is this show where he's alive? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah, before yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, a, it's, in, the, no, it's in the crack no, somewhere? No, 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 no. Well, it seems no. like it's in an ethereal nope. place. So. I know what it is. I think I know. Oh. I'm pretty sure I know what it oh. is. Oh. I'm right. not going to tell you. Okay. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. It's pretty cool. Okay, cool. But uh, but yeah, I'm I excited. love the idea. And if you watch the trailer, and if you watch real carefully, and if you remember that he died in in Endgame, no, he died in Infinity um, War. Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yeah. Uh, Vision died in Infinity War. Yeah. If you watch the trailer, there's one line uh-huh. that says something to the extent of, "Wait, but this is wrong, though." Oh no, no, no! I remember. He says. Yeah, but you're not alive. And then somebody, whoever he's talking to goes, yeah, but neither are you. Right. And it's a oh. throwaway line in the trailer. Yeah. But go watch the trailer again and be like, oh. what? Yeah. Cool. Uh, nice. So everybody go watch the trailer for that show. And if you're into weird stuff, you're going to dig it. I think you're going to dig it. Do we know when that even comes so that, out technically? Or is it even done? That, uh, I don't even uh, know, right? Y- yes. It's going to come out before... Uh, the, the show ha- that was done first and is not coming out. Uh, yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it, it does. It does have a release date, but yeah, off the top of my head, we'll figure uh, it out. I can tell you in a second if you want to vamp. We'll figure it. Yeah, because it's gonna be, it's gonna be hyped up, and then that thing. Um, December twenty twenty. Oh, okay, so a couple months. Mm-hmm. Not bad. And that takes me, Dan, pretty much to the end of my. Sh- nope. The one we got at the end. The one we picked up right before we oh. came to air. All right, we'll leave that for at the end then, huh? Because I just got a yeah, couple of things. I, yeah. And I've got and I, I have one more aside from that, but you know what it is. It's the big comeback of the month. But we'll, that's okay. literally the the thirtieth. All right. Now I want to blurb two things together. Um one is October eighth called Connected on NBC. And there's mm-hmm. something else very, very similar a week later coming out on Netflix. This surprises me not at all. October 15th. Yeah, no, I know. 
And it's uh, it's basically we're getting into this period now where we we, we need we're shows. gonna get into it. Yeah, I need- actually think that not to not to be uh, no pun intended. I think it's gonna mm-hmm. come in waves. <laughs> I absolutely think. Uh, yeah, because we're gonna burn out. We're gonna burn out. Are on gonna it. change, and the realities are gonna change. Right. I think these are gonna. I bet you these are our, the shows right now about. Uh, and we should probably say the word. Uh, what should we call it? Not COVID, pandemic? but uh, pandemic. Pa- no, no, no. Uh, isolation. What's it called? Oh, uh, quarantine. Quarantine. Yeah. The quarantine shows, especially the first ones that come out, are gonna be yeah. so dated because yeah. quarantine life changed from the beginning of quarantine life to now. Right. So and, like these are gonna look dated. I think. Uh, when did I hear? I think net. Uh, I think it was the NBC. Actually, maybe both of these shows because they they've been in like I think it was April that they like started crafting these shows so yeah who knows how they just manipulated things based on new information that's come out you know before the release date of the show but so connected seems more like an ensemble-ish regular just imagine friends if it was like everybody way more diverse but also Mm -hmm. that everybody is just quarantined away and they don't live in the Uh, same apartment so how are they talking to each other Zoom. It's like we are. <laughs> oh, They're all Zoom calls. It's I a guess, Zoom. It's a so Zoom it's show. Like uh, I'm trying to think of the seven different horror movies that came out about five years ago, where it's just people on uh, paranormal social network calls. Oh no! no par- um, uh, yeah, one there was, was called more network, than a few, right? Network? No. Uh, was it called? Wait, webcam. Horror movie. Swim fan? Look, I didn't have to Swim fan. Webcam Ho got me to horror movie. We've got Cam. We've got The Den. We've got Ratter, apparently, is the thing. Oh, Unfriended is the one I was thinking of. Oh, Unfriended. Okay. And there's the John Cho yeah. one that was really there's good. There's a different one. Yeah, different one. Searching. Searching. Searching is really That's good. That's searching, yeah. yeah That's I've it. heard is very good. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's not, it's not playing with genre in those ways, oh, I don't think, obviously, John right? Cho. So why couldn't you not break your leg? Anyways, <laughs> yeah. So these, uh, okay. So connected is more mm-hmm. like very serialized show. We're gonna follow yeah. these group of friends as Connecting. they stay connected. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And then uh, Netflix show though is gonna be uh, more of a uh, anthology again, eight part anthology mm-hmm. series where we're gonna go in between different stories. And this was uh, developed and created by uh, the Weeds and Orange Is the New Black lady Genji Cohen. And what's what's that one called? Social distance. Right, that's right. Social distance. Yeah, and it's just, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not craving just to have these kind of things as no. my entertainment. Not at all. Yeah, so. Nope. Uh, I think they just need to bridge the gaps and, like, put out things and whatever. So, in oh. Fact, you, know what you, sorry, you know what you probably are in the mood for? Yeah. You know what I could probably turn you on to that you don't know about? What? Starting in October. Uh, oh, you know what? No, because you're an anti-animation guy. That's right. You, anti, you hate, but... you despise animation. That's right. Uh, well, yeah. if you decide to not hate animation with every uh, fiber of your being, uh, the Disney Plus uh, streaming service is going to start putting out these things called Zenimations that are okay. basically Disney and Pixar shorts where not much happens. <laughs> just kind of hang out. Like yeah, quarantine just nice. animation? Quarantine it's animations? Zenimations. Zen animation okay all right but is it if you're ever feeling a little overwhelmed go over to disney plus watch a short where a cute little thing does something that's not really that important and then go back to your life okay i don't mind that that's actually more interesting neither dude 
I think people need that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. and this is on the same note, but maybe a little bit useful. Yeah. Uh, if anybody does actually want stuff like this, the App Store on Android, and I would imagine it's on um, and the, and the iTunes Store as well. Um, uh, UCLA's mindfulness app is a really helpful meditation app. It's just a, a like a guided meditation, uh -huh. anywhere from five to thirty minutes. Oh, cool! It's perfect. Just find a slice in your day where you could chill the hell out, listen to a lady or a guy softly yeah. tell you to think about different things, and right. before you know it, you won't be thinking about anything, and you'll be chill. That's cool. Yeah, there's huh? a lot. There's a lot of those kind of apps out oh, there yeah, that I've heard about. Fun. But that's yeah. the one that I've used before. UCLA mindfulness. Yeah. Well, and the, and the fact that it's UCLA, you know that they're not trying yeah, to make money helps. and stuff. It's, so then, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it's not an app for profit. It's literally. It was originally made as a tool to study uh, psychology, uh -huh. and then eventually enough like psychiatrists were like, "Hey, this is really useful. Can we give this to our patients?" Right, and they were like, "Why don't we just make it available?" Yeah, and then, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, very cool. All right. Um, okay. The last. Uh, I'm gonna zoom through. I'm gonna zoom through here. Sure, no, sure, no sure. pun intended. I've got, I, do you have soulmates on there? Because I don't want to talk about it. No, I saw that. It's basically a show now. where the computer teaches you who your soulmate is supposed to be, and right. sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Yeah, I breezed yeah. over. Breezed Dark over that, Mirror, but, but uh, what's the what, Tinder? Tinder. Uh -huh. Dark Tinder. Dark Tinder. <laughs> Um, yeah, again, anything, dude, that if it has good reviews and like positive word of mouth, we'll see yep. what happens. But yeah, we're going off of what we are just our thoughts on premises usually, for these things. I'll almost always mention a show that has enough commercials that I feel like I have to mention it because I think that people, mm -hmm. if I see them, probably other people see them and are going to be like, hey, why don't you talk about that show that they won't shut up about that comes out October 1st. Right. Well, that's fine, and that, that yeah, it's just, it's just dependent on where you want your list to kind of go. For like, for me, mm -hmm. I, there's so many things that I think I because I watch more stuff than you too, so it's like I can easily yeah. make a list while I'm like I'm gonna watch these five, six, seven things, you know. And like, for example, like we didn't talk about the Comedy Store doc that's coming out on Showtime, and that actually right. looks interesting, but oh, I don't yeah. really have much to say about it other than there's a doc about the Comedy Store coming out yeah. on Showtime. Right. That right. seems interesting. If that sounds interesting, watch it. Yeah. No. And that's the thing is that, yeah, I mean, if we, yeah, we only have so much time, so we can only kind of cover so many things. Talk and about we that get... for 10 minutes yeah. to tell you what, this is what they say <laughs> right. in the trailer, incisive, emotional interviews. That just means, yeah, comedians say fucked up shit all the time. We're going to see some of that. Right. Yeah. That's all. That's all no. And, and, and in terms of comedy in this country, comedy as a whole, it's so American based mm -hmm. that it's, it's interesting to look at the origins of that whole yeah. thing and there's only so many places that have that right you know but there's not but i can't tell you anything more than it's a documentary by showtime about the comedy store good if that's interesting to you watch that if not no this thing i'm going to mention um, right now i i just heard about within the zoom, last week zoom man huh zoom you said you're gonna zoom remember zoom, zoom. yeah so the right stuff is coming out on 10 9 oh, yeah. this is a remake ish thing right from the movie i have that on my list and i forgot to talk about it oh, okay. <laughs> i was already that's just fine. gonna keep going no, Go no. Ahead. but that's why so i barely heard about this a week ago i didn't know anything on another oh, no, podcast I mentioned it, it forever ago oh wow okay so boring i don't know do i love this kind of stuff yeah oh you do i do like this are you an avionics guy uh i mean it's like weird i think i've mentioned too like with that movie that um Ryan Gosling did where he plays a, an astronaut and uh, the guy who made uh, oh God, I'm forgetting his name. The guy who made La La Land and made uh, you know the the drum movie. Yeah, I can't. Right, he made the. Mm, he I made can't a, remember the name of this movie. Oh, yeah, the, the movie's called that. The First Man. 
It's called First Man. Oh, right, right. right? I got you. So the process of getting to space, I like. I like seeing like you that like process. Apollo 13. Yes, yes. I like that. That is like one of my favorite movies. Yeah, but actually. I like even that before that. So even before you go to space, how do you get there, right? Like I like that idea of like how oh, do we like train the, these guys? How like do we? The, the, doing, the, doing the science to figure out how to shoot to space. Yeah. Doing not, the physical abilities of can you get there. Right, right, yeah. And not even just intricate science stuff necessarily, but just like I like seeing the um, the like drama involved with like putting the team together and getting them trained and what is it? Well, I'll tell you, so. the most exciting part of uh, of Apollo 13 to me, and this is maybe yeah. where you're going with this, yeah. is the scene where they yes. dump out that box full yes. of shit on the table and they go, this is what they have to work <laughs> with. Let's build something out of this. Right. That's my favorite scene. Oh, that yeah. That part gets me so excited. Yeah. I'm like, People are like, how amazing would it be to be an astronaut? I'm like, I'm on that team. I want to yeah. be on that team right there. Yeah. I want to be the guys who make the impossible happen with like seven. I want to be MacGyver. I want to be MacGyver. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. No, dude, for sure. But like science MacGyver, like not like emergency MacGyver, like like fucking. But yeah, th- so they built a-, a rebreather out of like pipes and a box. So, yeah, if, I, it's dope. so if I told you this show was going to be just that, that yeah, then maybe yeah. it's oh, not course, boring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it, it and it looks great. It looks like like a very upscale show. So yeah, I'm interested. I'm be there, you, and I'll it, let you know. What I don't I don't want it to be is Top Gun. Like I don't no. want it to be dudes and aviators staring at ships going. You ready to go today? All right. Right. You know? like, I agree. I don't want that either. So if it is that, I'm out. But I might bring you in. So we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll see where that goes. We'll we'll check in. We really should do an episode where we check back in on all these shows we talk about, but for a future episode someday, we'll go. Oh. We could go back to like old, like years ago, and be like, did we even watch any of this crap that we talked about? Right. Well, that's anyway. what we said for last month. We ended up watching a lot of stuff that we yeah. like, talked about. We saw so. four of the pilots of the shows that were coming out. At least so right? much yeah. so that we didn't really have that much time this month to do that much other shows. We pretty right. much only talked about TV. Right. And there was even more things that we could have covered oh, yeah. if we wanted to, too. You know? Oh, oh I and- watched other stuff on our list. I, I, I just right. didn't talk about it. Right. And there's actually things on that list that we're going to talk about in the coming month. Oh, anyway, still in the future, Because sure. we just need to watch the it. The endings yeah, yeah. of and yeah. Right, right. I'll uh, probably finish Woke. Anyways, oh, go on. Yep. Uh, so there's two more Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. That I'm gonna mention they both come out October 25th. And I, and I just have that one, the one monster at the end of uh, Disney Plus. But go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so these are two Netflix shows. This one, I don't think you saw a trailer, but uh, did you hear anything about the Queen's Gambit? Yes, of course. Oh, really? Oh, the exciting okay. chess game. The exciting yeah. chess drama. I mean, yeah, right. it looks really good. Yeah, because yeah. I and I like it that. Does. It be- looks like it's shot very well. Yeah, and it's just like very creative from like for like to, to see like even a female character playing chess and like centered around her she seems like, very often yeah like and she's got like it seems like drinking problems she's got a lot of issues and she's you know battling the russians with the chess and yeah at first when i heard it's i heard the name the queen's gambit and i thought it was going to be a royal show you know about the royals mm-hmm. oh it sounds no. like well i know that the queen's gambit is a chess a play oh okay uh, i did not know that yeah okay Makes but sense. that's that made me think even more. Like I thought, oh, clever! They're using right. the name of a chess play, but as right. like a thing a queen is actually doing in the real world. Right? Nope. 
no, it's a Queen's Gambit. It's from chess. It's the chess move. Well, That's what they're talking about. Which time is will fine. Tell. It's fine. I'm not mad at it. Well, but but the Queen could be our main character, right? And it could right. be her and Gambit through life. doing a right? Gambit so, of some sort. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right. So right. It's, no, no, no. I get it. Too. Yeah, it can still apply. I just thought they were referring <laughs> to a specific Queen and her actual Gambit. And then when, I, when they see her playing chess, I was like, oh, no, straight up, huh? All right. Just straight move. up. No, tell you what. Visually, the trailer is incredible. Anybody, yeah. if this show ends up being dull, ugly, or poorly acted, yeah. then whoever made that trailer is the yeah. best trailer maker <laughs> in the world. Because right. th- those right. three things, the show does not look. The show looks very well acted. It shows it looks exciting. Yeah. Uh, and it looks pretty. It yeah. looks beautiful. A lot of dark brown wood, a right. lot of like old places you're not supposed to be. Yeah, right. sure. It's a period it's, show. I think it takes yeah. place. Seven, uh, I don't know. 80s? Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um, yeah, it looks good. It's a good looking show. Yeah. And I pro- it, it doesn't look like in the line of shows that I like, but it's a mm-hmm. good looking show. Yeah, it, it, that's more of a my show thing, I mm-hmm. think. And uh, yeah, I'll be watching that. And then, okay, here's the last one before you get to yours. The uh, No, before you get to that one. Oh, you want me to The get one that one? we saw right before we saw it. Right before we started. Because uh, you're. Yeah, I'm going to let you, you. I saw Joe Para a while before. And and then you told me that you liked it. And I was like, oh, yeah, Joe Perry. Yeah. I saw a couple episodes. People liked it, but I didn't uh, get that into it. Oh, Nathan, for you, is definitely a show you like, right? Right. Yeah. And I again, I liked a little bit of it, but it got too cringy for me. It didn't okay. feel – it's so uncomfortable it, that it, it wasn't a, fun. It really did have a lot of heart, though, in that oh, show. Oh, absolutely. And, so and by the end of the episode, all, it always pays off. Yeah. You always get – Whatever you pay in cringe, you get back in warmth in right, almost right. almost every episode of Nathan for you. Yeah, but I didn't have I don't have that much to deposit. Right, I, okay. I ran dry of cringe so quickly I never got to the to the payoff. Sure, sure, yeah. So this show, mm-hmm. How to with John Wilson, to me looks like a mix of those two shows. Yes. How to? I'll just say this again because it sounds. How so funny. to with John Wilson? It's yeah, a weird it's like show. A how to. Or it's a weird name, but the point is, it's how to. He's going to show you right. how to do a bunch of different things. I've got a yeah. list of the things he's going to show you how to right here. If you'll, if you'll uh, bear with me, Dan. How to yeah. small talk, put up scaffolding, improve your memory, cover your furniture, split the check, and make the perfect risotto. <laughs> that is those are the episodes so of this show yeah they're very similar to the names of the joe para episodes right in that it's very clearly boring right from the outside right yeah and it, it, it i kind of like that too where a lot of people who don't really get the joke right away or like mm-hmm. have any interest in this kind of they're just they won't even be there they won't even get involved it's a show like I'm it's not, and it's a show that it's a show or at least the joe para show uh joe para talks to you uh-huh. is a show that is very similar to almost every show on Adult Swim in that it's a show that it, it it's almost wants it's almost its only purpose is for a person who accidentally lands on it to be like what the fuck is this yeah that's this is the almost yeah. every Adult Swim show their in, intention is that right but Joe Perez show where all the other shows are intended to be like what the fuck is this crazy bullshit Joe Perez yeah. show is what the fuck is this perfectly boring and not at all like engaging shit that by the end of the show is super engaging and you're like oh no this has been super comfortable and i love it it's very warm it's very nice and i'm happy yeah 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 yeah. that's what the joe paris show is yeah so it's nice that i um, see that 
Yeah, so it's nice that Nathan Fielder got a, a HBO deal, and now he's uh, using that to to further his own mm-hmm. like kind of you know oeuvre through Build this his, other guy. His, yeah, his name or his name is cachet, let's say. Yeah, yeah, because like he's finding he's doing something in his lane, but he's not having to be the face of it and just make Nathan mm-hmm. for you part two. Yeah, so and if cool. and if this if this if this is a success and HBO doesn't spend money on non non chances very often. If this right. is a success, he's basically a bankable showrunner now. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. I mean, it's, and again, we, we've talked about this before. HBO needs content. Like they need more, mm-hmm. they, they're taking more and, chances on different voices. And what's the cheapest kind of content, the kind of content that he does best reality shows. Right. It's the cheapest yeah. kind of content and he's very yeah. good at them. Right. So, or like yeah. the if Nate, if this is the beginning of a of a long relationship between Nathan Fielder and HBO, I look forward to enjoying about half the output. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. And I, but I'll oh, yeah, I, I'll that's more than most this. people. The trailer is yeah. so good. Yeah, we just watched the trailer. And all right, I crazy. cut you off of the thing you were gonna say was your last thing. Oh, you know, what? I th- I thought you had another last thing. Yeah, I do still have one. More okay, last good. Thing. Okay, good. All right, cool. I've got the big monster from Disney Plus. The monster, yes. Uh no, just barbarians. Uh, I'm just gonna mention oh, barbarians okay. on Netflix. Sure. I just heard about this. Didn't know anything until today about this. I'm not like hyped or amped for it necessarily. Although it looks cool. It looks like some really gritty actiony period stuff. Um, about a battle. There was some famous battle a long time ago, in which uh, oh, so German is, warriors are fighting. This is not related to Meet the Crudes, the film series, in any way, right? I hope not. No, it should not. Yeah. No, oh, no, those Cruz. are cavemen. Those are yes. cavemen. Very close to Germanic warriors circa AD 9 and the Roman Empire, but no. But no. Most importantly, narrated by Clancy Brown. Important. Really? What? Mm-hmm. Nancy Clancy Brown is going to be the narrator. Of Barbarians. He's got a good voice, man. He's got it's a good German, voice for narration. Though. It's in German. Huh? The show is in German, though. <laughs> it says Clancy Brown narrated season one and Bod Bovine narrated season two. Maybe that's a different. Maybe I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking at the wrong show. Maybe it's yeah no? something no? called Barbarians mini season. Yeah, totally wrong show. <laughs> Are you sure it's called just called Barbarians? The Barbarians? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. But it's oh, coming wow. out coming out October 23. All right. And finally, page. yeah. Oh, because you said the reason I said the Crudes is I just saw. A commercial for during basketball. The only reason I see any commercials uh-huh. uh, for the Crudes new movie. The Crudes is a movie about animated uh, cavemen, yeah. and the movie is about them moving into a city of Homo erectus. So it's like <laughs> a race movie. Wait, which movie? It's is about. It? It's the Crudes. Right. It's like a caveman yeah. animated children's movie. But yeah. the new one is about how the crudes don't fit in in the new civilization uh-huh. because it's Homo erectus and they're Neanderthals. Right. And so they don't know. They're not smart enough. Uh, so wow. this is about like under abled people in a city of like, this is a wow. weird thing is what I'm saying. Talking yeah. about it, a kid's movie, right. especially when like diverse, not diversity, but like people having and not having starting from better positions and stuff yeah. is very much at the at the center of a lot of the problems in this country right a movie about that seemingly to land on the side of the underprivileged but also the more aggressive 
I'm yeah. very curious what their thought process is there. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I did not like that trailer. I saw that trailer. All, it was no, on the basketball was, games. They were showing it. Yes, 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 yeah, we saw it there. I I, yeah. I never watched any of those movies. I like to keep abreast of what they're showing children because those kids are gonna vote in a little bit. Uh, the last <laughs> thing I had to say was about, of course. The biggest show ever, probably was the first season last year, right? Uh, it was yeah, it was like uh, I looked this up actually because it's late, it's less than a year. It was like November. Okay, it is okay. Yeah. That's why it was slightly under. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is The Mandalorian from Disney Plus, Star Wars based show uh, that ended in a cliffhanger of a possible Boba Fett return. I think that's pretty oh. much been confirmed. I don't remember Boba Fett. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember at the end you hear the the noises of his like machinery. Oh. And he walks up, and as he steps on the as his foot steps onto the scene, the the cuts oh. cuts the credit. Uh-huh. And oh. It's like that cliffhanger of last season, and everybody was like, "It's Boba Fett," and Disney was like, "No," and everybody's <laughs> like, "Boba." <laughs> Disney's like, "Maybe." Yeah. So that's, okay. that's the, this is what we said. Okay. So Boba Fett. Oh, but most important, uh, Ahsoka Tano. Oh, Ahsoka Tano that's, yeah. Is I to heard. me and Dan, not too long ago, Ahsoka Tano is a noise that you make, just a funny noise you can make. <laughs> yeah. But now me right. and Dan probably knew at the time, Dan still, but now hmm. very much are aware that Ahsoka Tano is actually a character. Uh, she's a Twi'lek, which are those, those in the movies, they're the ladies that sing usually. They got the two big tubes coming out of the top of their heads. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I but know that's that. a Twi'lek. That's what a Twi'lek is. Okay. It's those blue or the, the people with the tubes coming out of the top of their heads. Okay. Um, that's cool. She is a Twi'lek. She's got two, she's like beige with like gray stripes, uh, along her head yeah. tubes. Uh-huh. Uh, and she's cool looking, she's badass looking, but she is Anakin Skywalker's uh, protege. Uh, protege. She is okay. from the okay. animated series. Oh, so the before Clone Wars, Anakin right? became, she was in Clone sorry, Wars, right? I think she was. She like was in Rebels, I believe. Okay, uh, I, I heard Rebels. something recently. I don't. I actually. Don't, okay. I don't know the. I don't want to talk about the cartoons that much because I don't know. The, I don't know anything about them. Yeah. But from what I understand, she is the. What is the name of that? that there's, what is it called? The protege in the Star Wars in the Jedi's. He's a uh, Anakin. He's Padawan. Anakin. He's a, she's Padawan. his Padawan. Oh, okay. Okay. She is his Padawan. Uh-huh. So the and I know that the at some point her story deals with the fact that. Uh, she considers Anakin to have betrayed her uh-huh. by turning to the dark side, by becoming oh. Darth Vader. She takes it as a personal uh, offense. Right. Like, okay. that drives a lot of her motivation. Anyways, she is a cartoon. Up until now, she is being heavily rumored to appear in this new show. She is also easily, above and beyond, the favorite character from the animated Star Wars. Right. Everyone who's into the animated Star Wars loves, loves, loves Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I I mean, I took it just from her character build or whatever. Build, uh-huh. not right. The, the character design, maybe, that she is a, uh, she would be portrayed by a minority American if she were to be portrayed by an American. Okay. By, like a, like a, and sure enough, uh-huh. the name on everybody's lips right now is Rosario Dawson. Oh. That's who plays her? Will. 
Well, no, no, no. She was a cartoon. She was an animated. Right, but I'm saying like we don't know who she is in the. Well, we don't even know 100 percent that she's actually in the show. No, no, she is. I feel like I heard for a fact. I thought I heard that. Like, yeah, I heard it was still. Oh no, I think that's. I think I don't know. I don't even know where (laughs) I would have heard that. If, but it seems like that was like yeah, pretty obvious. Everybody, you would definitely have heard of it because everyone won't shut the hell up about it. Okay, okay. But it's kind of like at the end of the last season. There, uh-huh. the what's his name? Gus Fring uh, comes out of his uh, ship or whatever with right. a weird-looking lightsaber. Yes, uh, and everybody was like, "Oh, what's that cool lightsaber?" Except yeah. the people who read the old books because they know exactly what that lightsaber is. Yeah, um, I think it was in that same vein where they're like, they were like hinting at Ahsoka Tano, but everybody who knows that stuff is like, "Oh, it's Ahsoka Tano," oh, okay. but they never said. You okay, know what I okay. mean? Like yeah. everyone who knows is like, duh. But right. everybody else is like, well, they haven't said it yet, so you can't say. I got you. Okay. Yeah. I don't She's know. a very beloved character, uh-huh. and supposedly right now they're saying that it's Rosaria Dawson who's playing her. But oh, if you look it up oh. on IMDb, it also it just says rumored. It doesn't say. It doesn't say right. Like because they're keeping it super secret. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah, like everything. Cool. But the trailer looks great. Everything yeah. looks great. I'm gonna watch Trailers it. We're cool. probably gonna talk about it postseason. Yeah, because I figure we're both gonna watch it. Maybe yeah. mush it with another with another show. Um, we'll see. Yeah, because if it's there'll probably be plenty if we. Uh, oh, you know what? It's, it's a week awesome. to week yeah. show. It's a week to week show. So. Oh. Yeah. Maybe we can even tack a like. A review, quick, like, like hey, a quick... did you see last week? Right. Yeah. Huh? We'll see. That guys. could be cool. Yeah. All right. Well, something to look forward to. Nice. I guess on that note, Dan. Adios. Adios. Now, just watch.